Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Old Time Religion was born on January 1st, 1995 in a dark and moldy basement in Olympia, Washington. The band stole some popcorn bags, talked to a friend out of his inheritance, and self-released Songbook Volume 1 in 1997. They then began their long association with Calvin Johnson's K Records. Old Time Religion maintained its singular identity through every musical landscape over the next dozen years. Between 19... 19- 99 and 2007, Old Time Religion toured like monsters, averaging 150 shows a year in the U.S. as well as Europe, and released six albums along the way. Realizing that there's no better time than this fucked up time in history to quote-unquote get the band back together, Old Time Religion released a new EP called See, Now, and No, and they have found the reunited group back together with unprecedented vigor and a life-embarrassing Madness, that was quite a long intro, but very, very well written. Maybe not well read, but here we are. I've got two of the ba- uh, bandmates here, Aaron and Arrington. What's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going? I, yeah. Um, not, not to correct you right off the bat, but life embracing. But, um, life embracing. You know, but, but, but it's also in, embarrassing. Embra- embracing life. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? But, 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 some, sometimes over the course of a life, we make decisions that we're then embarrassed about. And that's just part of life. Oh, dude, did I say, oh, we, my we, bad. We, 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 we embrace it all, man. We embrace it all. The good and the bad. And, and also, know? if you look at some of the older photographs, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, dude, all right. Already off on the wrong foot. My strengths in life do not include pronunciations of any kind. And so this, I've apparently dug myself into a hole. Hopefully I can get myself out. But let's see. Let's get you out. Anything's possible in this crazy world. Well. Uh, all when right, your well, band's been together for over 20 years, you go through a lot of different haircuts. I can imagine. Yeah, well, so what? I'm curious about this inheritance. Who the hell did you talk out of? An, how do you talk someone out of an inheritance? I'm so confused. What? Give me give me some of this backstory. Well, no, no. He, he, he had a little extra money, and, and, and he you know he knew we were trying to fund the album. And, but he know, was like the he, one person we knew with more than $200 in his bank account. <laughs> I mean, that, that is true. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like it's sort of like you know, it was it was, it was 1996. We were yeah. all in our 20s, and you know, and like literally, like you know, we, you know, had a you know CD stuffing party because you know we had a thousand CDs that we needed to stuff, and so you know, we everyone was sort of like this kind of community-based, you know, band, you know, scene. Um, but this, yeah, this really sweet kid inherited a little bit of money and he gave us what we needed to to make the CDs. That's awesome. Yeah, so, we, 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 we paid him back, you know. As, oh, like, did. Well, yeah, no, like, popcorn? a year later or something. Yeah. <laughs> popcorn. popcorn, yeah. The popcorn bags really, I mean, I don't know where you got this, but all of a sudden there was like thousands of these popcorn bags um, yeah. that was the perfect width to uh, put a CD in. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you took, you ate the popcorn, and then you're like, "Fuck it, we're putting some popcorn." No, no, no. Wait, it's what? like the bags. It, 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 it had a, it, it was like Texas, uh, Texas sized popcorn. It had like a clown printed on it, <laughs> and yeah, it was the perfect size to slip a CD in. And then you fold it, and then there was like another cover that like wrapped around on top of that that had the printing and the, the album cover art and stuff. I think we actually used uh, paper clips. To yeah, 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 yeah. 
that's that, that's that genius. It's like the it's like when uh like a company gives you a um like a a keychain and there's like a USB on it like it's it actually has utility so it's like pretty smart you give them uh you give them the CD and you give them popcorn everyone wins. There was no popcorn. I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> no, you guys no, are confusing no. me. This no, is your no. this is not my fault. This is your fault. <laughs> you guys are fucking with me. <laughs> it's just the bags. I just, oh, God. I just I, you know I I I I used to go down into the basement of of college where we were all um you know when, when we were college students I, i'd like look around the basement and like you know there was like this area of the warehouse in the basement where they just had all this like stuff that like well you know we can't by law throw this away because it's like state college property but it's gonna like stay in this basement for like yeah the next years <laughs> so i like climb over the fence and be like oh there's a bag of like ten thousand popcorn bags so like i i, I stole it you know i took it why not why not well i love it yeah. I, I love green state college if you're tuned in come at me man come <laughs> at me. yeah now's your now's your chance for redemption to settle the score guys so <laughs> the statute of limitations here you, you, you know okay actually yeah that's the, that was the whole elaborate plan is they hired me to start this podcast interview you guys and make us both look like idiots and just bring you down oh. with it so so be careful guys we're already off to a hot They're start here deep <laughs> yeah washington state really rolled deep yeah. yeah, they're they're, they're clever. Don't... Off to a rough start here. Yeah, well, you know, we're doing what we can. We're gonna save this interview because we're gonna talk a little bit more about old time religion. What else? Like, tell me about this, guys. You do 150 shows a year in the U.S. in Europe at one point in time. Like, how the hell is that even possible? It's pretty crazy. We well, you know, we just uh, completely abandon any other responsibilities we had in the rest of our daily <laughs> lives. Yeah. So, we we, we would know. sometimes make a list of you know pros and cons of living that way you know and the cons are the cons are things like you know bad relationships uh, you know uh, bad back <laughs> uh, you know bad bad food you know yeah. you know bad digestion you know yeah. but, then, but then the pros were like it's fun you know so yeah. it kind of like overshadowed everything else. That's wild. So what, what went into the decision? When did you guys kind of take a hiatus? And then when did you, how long did you take for you to realize you wanted to get back together? Uh, um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, this is Aaron. I'm the bass player. And I, I moved to New York um, in 2000, I always forget, eight, I think. And, um, and we we're going to sort of stay together and, you know, still record and, and, um, and tour and stuff like that. But it just, you know, I had projects, Arrington had projects that was really taking up a lot of his time, you know, and you can talk about that if you want, but, you know, it ended up being just sort of impossible to, to do the thing that we had kind of had this, uh, you know, kind of a uh, high in the sky idea of like, oh yeah, like we can live 3000 miles away, keep the band together, even though we don't, don't actually make any money in the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's just logistics. It, it, it's challenging. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and, I mean, Aaron's always, um, a, a really distinctive element of old time religion is that all of the bass on all of our songs is, uh, upright bass. So it's, it's this big, giant, monstrous instrument that, I mean, I think to a really huge extent defines our sound. Mm -hmm. So it, at, at one point, Aaron actually owned two bases because the idea was like, oh, like if I fly to the West Coast, we can do this and this. And then like, if you guys fly to the East Coast, we've got equipment there. But, you know, just, just logistics, like we're, we're, we're not 
quite as effective as a as a fly out band because of yeah. the yeah. because of the gear. Mm-hmm. So, so how long was the hiatus overall? Ten years. Yeah, yeah about ten years. We we did we did one. Uh, well, we we did two reunion shows uh, because it was our twentieth anniversary in two thousand fifteen. And, and, and things just kind of worked out. Like we were able to do a gig in Olympia and a gig in Portland. They were, they were very successful. Everybody was happy. Everyone was, you know, overjoyed. Hey, you got the old band back together. Like when's the next show going to be? And it turns out, you know, we do it like three years later. And then we, uh, you know, then we actually start recording again and get some new songs together. And, uh, and now we're, we're going out on all these dates. It's going to be great. Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm happy you guys are back together. What, um, like, what's going through your head? I guess this this time around in the studio, like, how was it different after all that time off? Is was it different? I mean, did you guys pick up right where you left off, or like, what what has that process been like? Well, it happened kind of backwards, where where you know we talked about you know playing again, and then um, we called our old booking agent Michelle Cable at Panache Booking and asked her if she would put together a couple shows for us and. She came back to us and she's like, yeah, like, you know, these venues will totally do a show. They just want, you know, you know, they want to hear you new music and, you know, see you new photographs and, um, you know, like, you know, see any new press. And like, you know, I called Aaron and I was like, like, I was super, I was like kind of a nervous wreck. I was like, we have not seen each other in three years. We don't have anything, you know, we have, we have nothing, you know. And, and so, and so like the band came up for, for some practice and, and, um, and we just, you know, took some photographs and basically wrote the basic parts of all seven songs of the new EP in, in two days. It kind of just like, it was sort of like an insanity. Um, so it was like, we, it just, it it just worked out that way. We're just, we just kind of like got back in the same room, the four of us. And I was like, bam. Nice. Um, so you guys are obviously coming out on tour very soon. Uh, you're coming, you're stopping in Chicago. Uh, you're going to be at hideout on May 3rd, but before we talk more about kind of the tour and the dates you have coming up, um, let's talk about the song we have featured today called dragon juice. So can you do a little intro for us, please? Oh yeah. Well, so the song starts out, there's like a beat and some guitar stuff going on and it's all like, who's got the juice? (laughs) Who's got the juice? Who's got the juice when all hell breaks loose? And then lyrics go on. And it kind of, you know, expands upon that idea of like, who's got, who, who's got this juice? It's funny. And then like, and then like the the the, the peak, like the, you know, the the crucial moment of the song, it's like it, it says it again, but it's it changes a little bit different. It says, who's got the juice when the dragon gets loose? Oh. So there's this whole element of mystery because now you're wondering, what is this dragon? What's this all about? This dragon juice so i think it's a very compelling kind of you know it it motivates people to get up and dance kind of a song when they're thinking about the dragon juice yeah it occupies both the conscious and subconscious mind simultaneously absolutely absolutely that's what we're aiming for here the the whole time you were describing the the song i was thinking actually the way i would describe it is more like yeah and then there's a bunch of other stuff and the bass comes in it's all boom and then then there's a bunch of other stuff that doesn't really matter but the bass is all boom 
Well, you know, I'll let I'll let the listeners decide who is right here. Who what what grabs more? Is it this whole concept of the juice and this mysterious dragon, or is it the dumping upright bass? We may never know. I think it's a subjective uh endeavor, but let's jump into it. This is a song called Dragon Juice by Old Time Religion. Who's got the juice? Who's got the juice? Who's got the juice when all hell breaks loose? Just strap it on. Just strap it on. Strap it on your head like you're raising the dead. Time into the bed with a bottle of thread. Swallow up the meat. was dragon juice by old time religion so what what i mean is there like what kind of juice are we talking like are we talking uh, fruit juice oh it's, you know no it's like I, I, ayahuasca oh <laughs> of course how did i that makes total sense <laughs> perfect well if you don't know what ayahuasca is guys google it it's uh yeah i'll just leave it at that this is i'm not gonna get into, into the details here uh <laughs> so are, are you guys usually this um like do you is this like this the style of song you typically like to write um is like more uh upbeat gets people moving type of stuff hmm, that's a great question you know it it's all about the the arc of of, of whether it's an album or a show you know, we, 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 when we present a show, 
we we have to be able to take the audience to kind of different places in the music. So yeah, I mean, like our sets are pretty packed with like wild and wooly like dance numbers. But then on the albums, because you know people could be in their car, we don't want them to get in an accident while they're driving. We you know we'll have like a few kind of more pulled back numbers too, where you know we 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 address some. Uh, you know, thoughtful topics and current events and things like that too. But, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I, I think a, a big part of this band has always been like the physicality of like sound, you know, like sound that like physically moves through you. It makes you want to move. It makes you want to like react to it. It makes you want to participate in, in the whole kind of environment that's being created. But, but uh, also, whether it's a yeah. show or an album, you know, like I mean, we've had we all we've been around for a long time, and and I think the songs also have a lot to do with you know where we're at in our lives, you know, or where Aaron Kins at. He, he writes all the lyrics in his life, you know, and and so you know, and also what's going on in the world, I guess, you know, like, but it's you know, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, you could look back at the stuff we were doing, you know, in nineteen, you know, ninety six. And we 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 had songs about dragon sins too. <laughs> I, I like I hate to say it, but it's true. We, you know, like uh, what was the why do why do the people build their cities out of paper? You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, good line. You know, yeah. Good line. Gotcha. Um, so you know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but but as far as yeah, like like um, so sometimes you know, we we get like if you look where we get kind of categorized. Oftentimes experimental or noise, um, and, but like if you listen to what is actually happening, is it's kind of like we're a four on the floor, you know, dance beat pretty much throughout the, throughout our repertoire. Awesome. Uh, do you want to give a quick little shout out maybe to um, any other local bands out there in the West Coast, or you know, you come into Chicago um, soon? I know you mentioned you might have some some acts out there. Uh, any under the radar artists you think people should hear about? Well, out there in Chicago, you got to check out Kurt Oren. Okay, you know him? I don't. How do you spell? How do you spell his last name? Yeah, it's C U R T O R E N. Okay. Um. Yeah, he, Kurt Kurt Oren. He's he's a genius. He's like he does this whole show, and he'll have like a saxophone and a flute and a guitar, and he'll, he's got video projections, so he's like kind of telling stories. And then he'll play a song or, or build like a loop with the baritone sax or whatever. Uh, but then he'll like he'll work in these like animations and stuff into the show. And the whole the whole thing, he's almost like a motivational speaker. So, you know, you, you, you go to see him play. It's, it's like it's not just about the music entirely. It's it's kind of this whole thing. You know, he's he's got like a message that he's bringing to you and uh and it's really beautiful and, and touching and and uh it can be kind of raw sometimes i mean he, he talks about real sort of deep emotional things that he's going through but but it's uh but it's universal too it's like things that anyone can relate to he like you know talks about his his family dog when his family dog passed away and you know how he's like still sad about it and you know but the, but he you know kind of brings it to this sort of punk rock audience and he's he's based in Chicago, so you know awesome. you might you might have the chance to check him out sometime. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll be sure to check out his music. It sounds super yeah. interesting. Z, D, I'm assuming he gigs yeah. a, a lot around here, so um, 
we'll be sure to check it out. Any, any other under the radar ones maybe that you're, or is there anyone you're going on tour with or are you guys just kind of picking up bands, uh, like local bands throughout the way to open for you? Yeah. You know, we're not making enough money to, to bring people along with us like that. I guess that's kind of like the old model of rock and roll where like promoters used to put together like a whole package because, they're assuming that there's like no local band anywhere you're going that could, you know, possibly match like what you're bringing. But, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of coming at it from more of like a community vibe where, you know, every city we're going to, we're, we're, we're trying to find like interesting people to connect with and, and uh, share a bill with. I mean, like in New York, for example, we've got a bunch of dead people. That's the name of the band. Mm. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're they're amazing. Yeah, they're crazy. They're really crazy. And um, you know, let's see. I mean, in Portland, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in Portland, Olympia, there's this whole northwest music scene. I mean, um we're we're friends with this really great group called a secret drum band that is is making a lot of stuff happening. Uh, you know, mostly in Portland, but they, they tour a bit too. I'm I'm sure they played Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, and they're they're interesting because the uh, the leader of that group, Lisa Schoenberg, you know, not only is she this incredible drummer and like she's a drum teacher, so like all these like up and coming kind of rock bands, there are people in bands now who've like taken lessons from her since mm-hmm. high school or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But she's also but 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 get this, she's also a scientist. She's like an expert mm-hmm. in like insect like, yeah. like rain rainforest ants yeah. in like brazil she goes to brazil every year and does all these ant studies and then you know gets uh you know then she'll like compose music about ants <laughs> yeah oh i love it man yeah i mean a lot of people yeah. i mean like there's very few inspirations that are greater than nature you know like going out even like as you guys know on the west coast going out for a hike like i don't know it's always fun to pick up an instrument after you get out and uh explore put yourself in mother nature you know oh yeah yeah i was, I was doing that yesterday actually I, I was i was out in the woods playing uh playing bass clarinet it's really nice damn i love it <laughs> that's yeah, that's fucking I, awesome. I, I, I used to do it all the time and then and i realized like man it's been a long time since i've just taken the clarinet out in the woods so i had to do it i had to do it yesterday Nah, nice man i love it awesome well you guys thanks yeah. so much for coming on the show you got a show coming up like we said hideout may 3rd stoked to have you in town uh where yeah. can people where can people follow you to keep up to date on um the other dates you have coming up on this tour uh and like new releases yeah. things like that oh um I, I know the answer to this one on on the internet okay i've heard of it how do i do it how do i do do so okay the the the, the main thing that's the most important thing is if you're looking up old time religion if you spell it r e l i g i o n you're going to get a bunch of like gospel things coming at you. You don't want that. You want to type it in R E L I J U N. And that's going to go to the band called old time religion. Mm-hmm. We, we've got a band. Wait, wait who's that? Old time religion, old time religion. Oh, right. You guys, R E L I J U N. Yeah. So we got, we have a band camp where you can listen to stuff for free before you buy it. We've got a YouTube where you can see footage of us performing, holding our instruments and singing our songs. So some of them have like some really wild crowd shots too. They're, they're, they're pretty fun to see some of these parties we used to play back in the day. And, and even the one from uh, 
couple of months ago, so I've gone there. And then um, other than Bandcamp, uh, we have another site too. Don't well, we? well, well, Facebook has you know uh, all of the Facebook, shows yeah, that one, yeah. Facebook, Facebook, yeah. Facebook's got all the stuff. And we're actually going to be in Milwaukee the day before Chicago, and we're going to be in Detroit the day after. So I'm I'm guessing a lot of your listeners in the Chicagoland area, you know, they might have a cousin who lives in Milwaukee. So like if you're listening, Perfect or time. you know maybe their ex girlfriend, maybe their ex girlfriend is still living in Detroit. So like call them up, you know, give them a call. Yeah, everyone's got a, still everyone's got an ex girlfriend you know, in Detroit, you know. If they're still cool, you know, like call them up and say, hey, there's this band playing in Detroit the day after Chicago. Perfect. They, you know, two day, two days after the Milwaukee show. So you know, <laughs> nice. check it out. Wonderful. Hey, well, Aaron, Arrington, thank you guys yeah. so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Best of Thanks. luck on the tour. Thanks for inviting me. Pleasure, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Have a good one.